Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. Welcome back to another edition of Bold Sports. Matt and I are here hanging out. we got Sports Center on TV on mute so y'all can't hear it. Um, how was your sports week, man? Sports week? Kind of iffy. Kind of iffy? Not a lot Not a lot going on this week. Um, you, know, I, um, you know, I follow some soccer teams that didn't do too well over the past couple days, so just been mostly watching losers lose. And well, well, yeah. Pretending that the pirate season isn't right around the corner. Right. Oh, I did watch some pirate games. Uh, I watched actually three. Pirate games. They were on um, AT and T Sportsnet. I also watched, uh, I think, a Mets Nats game. I watched a Phillies game. I watched a Red Sox game on MLB because I was at work and we have those stations. And I work at a bar with like fifty five thousand TVs, so get to watch some games, which is always good. Yeah. Uh, also watched the end of all the uh, conference championships. Those were on, you know, some, some of those were okay. I just, I don't know. I wasn't too into it this weekend in terms of sports watching. Like I watched a little bit of the golf. Oh yeah. The um, golf tournament was great. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but you know, Tiger was, was on fire. He finished second in this tournament. But first thing is, Matt, you, uh, you, you, you chimed in and said, Hey, the Riverhound soccer club, they, uh, beat Penn, uh, out there. What is that? Reading or Lancaster? Penn is the team from Harrisburg. Harrisburg. They used to be Harrisburg. And then, this is their first year with a new name, and this is our first game against them, albeit a preseason game. Um, but yeah, Riverhounds won three to two. Um, I understand it was a chippy affair, so looking forward to seeing them when it really counts. So that's 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 gonna be a big rival game right there. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And then they have uh, so to uh, enhance the festivities on Saturday, um, they're gonna be playing their last preseason game at Highmark Stadium against Villanova. Yeah. Um, Villanova is going to be a big following because they're going to be in town this weekend as well for their men's hoops. Yeah, that's kind of lucky how that worked out. That that was not like something that they coordinate. I don't, I don't think D one soccer like gets together with the committee and says like you know like whoever your one seed is like if they're going to Pittsburgh, can you make sure they're Villanova? I, I don't think it works that way. So that's a cool coincidence. And if you're in town for the game at the uh, you know, PPG Paints Arena, or you're in town for the parade, or you're in town for the Villanova soccer game against the uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds, you know, it's all going to be in the same contained area, and two of those three events that I just mentioned are free to get into. Which is what? The uh, soccer game? The soccer game is free. Uh, St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day doesn't cost a dime if you bring your own. And you don't go into any of the bars and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Correct. You know. Now, the, the tickets for the... We got a good run of games here, so I'm not sure about the ticket availability. Because we got some good matchups coming to the PPG Paints Arena. Well, I had a line on some tickets, and the lady was talking to me about them at work the other day. She goes, do you know anybody want basketball tickets? I said, I would. I don't know my schedule yet. I says, how much are you going to be getting rid of them for? She's like, 250 for the whole package. I'm like... For two days? Yeah. 
it's a total of how many games we have here. So uh, there's like two sessions. Of course, right? uh, you, there's, there's like three a, sessions. Three, an early session and a late session. An early session, late session on Thursday, and, and then, then Saturday's and then the Saturday's the third session. Third session. So we're just gonna jump right in that. So the men's tournament does start this Thursday. Pittsburgh is a host. They are hosting Villanova, and they will play either LIU Brooklyn or Redford. Uh, Vatek is playing Alabama. Uh, as well as Rhode Island, that's the first session. The second session will be Rhode Island versus Oklahoma, and then Duke versus Inona. Mm. Uh, and then Saturday, the winner of those games, again, will play round two. So you'll have uh, the winner of Duke, Inona versus Oklahoma, Rhode Island, and then the winner of Nova and either LIU, Brooklyn, or Radford uh, to play oh, the we're winner. Getting, we're getting Radford. You, you believe we're getting Radford? No, that, that happened tonight. Oh, that did happen tonight. Yeah, the two two play-in games or first-round games or whatever they call them now. Um, those games in Dayton, like I don't like that they make eleven seeds play one. Like if you're good enough to be an eleven, yeah, seed, I don't like that. You shouldn't either. have to play more games than a twelve seed, in my opinion. Um, if they want to just make like the sixteens play in, like fine. But I I also think it's kind of weird that you know like you're supposed to get a bid to the field of sixty-four if you win your conference, but apparently not anymore. But anyway, yeah, like uh, Brooklyn lost to Radford, and St. Bonaventure beat UCLA. So the Bonnies are going dancing, and Radford, which I their mascot was weird looking. Like it was just their mascot looked like a hippie, like just like but like a mascot suit, but like kind of like all hipped out, like the Mountaineer with like just you know like what the Mountaineer would wear if he was at a Grateful Dead concert. Okay, they're the Highlanders. True story. That's nuts. But I, I, I had to look it up because I'd never heard of Radford Highlanders before. I didn't know. They are in uh, western Virginia. Like, they're actually all along the New River. Um, little little town. <laughs> and the, this, this town just beat UCLA and they're going dancing. So, go Highlanders. That's yeah. really cool. You know, that's a, big, that's a big part of Steeler country down there in... Uh, Western Virginia, and also apparently pirate fans. If you saw that map of like the city, and like the I did see that map, yeah, each, like MLB city. Man, like pirate country extends pretty far south, and I just want to say we're sorry. We're <laughs> sorry about your loss. Uh, also, uh, the women's uh, tournament tips off uh, here this week as well. Uh, you're gonna have your number one season women tournament being uh, UConn. Go figure. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame ladies, Louisville ladies, and Mississippi State ladies are all the number one seeds. There's lots of locations. I love that all the locations they're playing at. They're playing in Columbus. They're playing in Athens. They're playing in um, well, that's how LA. They in the women's. The women's, they play all over. No, the team's host. Yeah, the team's host. So, like, when, when Pitt was, was good a few years ago, like, they, they played tournament games at the peak. Right. And then, uh, but their final four is going to be in Columbus. That's cool. Uh, for the for the ladies. Um, now, we did pick our brackets. Mm -hmm. uh, Amanda picked the bracket. I picked the bracket. Matt picked the bracket. Matt, My bracket we, went home because it's hammered. <laughs> Matt's bracket had, 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 a, had a meet with a spilt beer while we were setting up the laptop and everything tonight to record. So his is a little wet. It's drying out in the kitchen right now. But he was able to get a good picture on his phone. Mm -hmm. um, Amanda picked hers, and I'm not sure. She doesn't follow college basketball. You want to chime in over there, uh, uh, Miss Amanda, on your bracket at all? My, she has, um, we'll just run down her final four, is Miami, Xavier, 
Nova and Clemson, uh, with Nova and Xavier meeting in the final game and Nova winning it all, which isn't a bad choice at all. That's Nova, who I have. Nova won last year. That's I have Nova winning. So that's not a bad choice. Did you pick any upsets at all? Did you pick any upsets like the first two rounds at all? Yeah, so, I pick a couple. I always pick a handful. I'm pretty chalky. Too. I also filled this out like you you did fill it out kind of on the fly. So <laughs> you did fill it out on the fly. Uh, she oh, she has Providence going over Texas A and M at ten over a seven. Yeah, which I bet. is very possible. I, I think I have that as well in mind. Um, I used to have a system where I'd like pick two of the tens always, and then like one, well, those, one of the twelves, and those eight and nine seeds too. They get they get. Those are always the worst. Those are yeah. Pick. Like she picked the NC State over Seton Hall, which is a nine over an eight, mm. which I picked that as well. I believe it sucks to be a nine or an eight because if you win, then you have you you beat a team that's like your match supposedly, like the most closely evenly matched team. Right. And then if your reward for winning is you've got to play the one seed. Yeah. So my bracket, I have my final four being Cincinnati, Xavier, Nova, and Duke, with Duke and Xavier playing the final game and Xavier winning. Um, that's big pimping, man. That's, that's funny. You know, Xavier, are they really that good? They're number one seed. Number one overall seed. No, they're number one. They are a number one. They're a number one seed in their, in their, uh, in their side in the Western yeah. side. You know, ultimately, I, you know, I would love to see a UNC Duke final. It's never happened. It could happen. It could. It, it could happen every year. They set that up. The, the NCAA isn't stupid. They don't put UNC and Duke in the same. Conference in the same or even the on the same, same side. side. You, same, don't want the, side. you don't want them playing in the final no, four. No, no, no. Because that's anticlimactic that, that could, for whoever has to play the winner in the, the yeah, championship. That, that could be a championship game, and whoever would play the winner of a Duke UNC game to go to the final game mm. would most likely be a winner because those two teams beat each other up yeah. so bad. But at the same time, I couldn't write it on my bracket because it just feels like so like cliched to have it, and I think it would be so annoying. To have a to Duke, have UNC. A Duke UNC, I don't. I didn't write it either. I would love to see. It, I got but UNC I didn't Nova, it. and I got Nova winning. Yeah, I, I have Xavier winning. I mean, you know, a little change in blood. Um, I also think it would be a nice uh, uh, outgoing gift to Grayson Allen to lose. Mm. I mean, Coach K's lost finals before. He, yeah, you know, it sucks when you lose it. He's won what five or seven national championships. Um, he's. I think he's lost. You know, in the final four, more than he's won. Um, but definitely, uh, you know, that's the best part about this. Now, obviously, these are going to be the least productive two business days of the year. Um, Probably. You know, you know, for these two games, for this Thursday and Friday, I don't even know why companies make people come into work because nothing gets done. My company but, never closes. Well, your company <laughs> does never close. <laughs> My company never closes either. Um, I happen to be off on Thursday. So depending on what my money situation looks like is if I can go somewhere and watch five TVs at one point in time. And I have Amanda over here like, we didn't discuss this. Uh, <laughs> she's giving me that, you know, the meme with the kitty that just goes, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's her right now. <laughs> Here's what I'm we saying. have theater tickets. We do have theater tickets for that night, and if I, I can make the deal with her, if I can go watch basketball all day and not be a drunk mess and still be able to go to the theater, I should be allowed. Well, don't you have an Apple TV, Steve? I do have an Apple TV. Well, like you know, you get the March Madness app, and then you can like watch all the games at home. 
don't tell her this. Oh, I, I think she's probably going to listen to our podcast. <laughs> oh, and also she's sitting right there. <laughs> While we're recording. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I, I did get that app for myself for in my office, and I checked it out tonight. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, as far as some of the sports app goes, the, uh, the, the NBC Sports Gold app is the, the gold standard of shittiness. Oh. And uh, <laughs> there are things that, like, you can watch live. Like, Duke UNC game live. Streaming over the internet. And there's, like, no problem. But then if you go on that NBC app and you try to stream, like, a highlight show that was recorded two days ago... And it just, like, freezes and stops and freezes and buffers and ugh. So, yeah, like, I don't know. The March Madness app is cool. Like, I'm looking forward to watching lots of games. Uh, I, I used to, like, prefer when they would just, like, have it all on CBS and just jump around. But I, I'm i starting to see the benefit of having more games on more channels because, you know. Right. And, and that's the thing is I have one TV at home. I, I would like to, like, where I, my buddies and I used to go out and then, you know, people got, like, real jobs and shit. That necessarily can't take off uh, the whole time. Uh, we used to go out to the North Park Lounge out mm. on Babcock. Love that place. The original Love one. That place, yeah. yeah, we'd get there at like ten thirty in the morning, and they didn't open till eleven. But we get there at ten thirty, and we'd literally get out of the car and stand there and drink a beer in the parking lot because we did. And then when they'd open the door, we if you sat in front of the register and just to the right and just to the left, you were in the middle of five sixty inches. Uh, at their bar uh, on the one side of it. So we would sit there literally from 11 a.m. until the final game was over at like 12.30 a.m. Um, one of the wives or girlfriends would be in charge that day to come retrieve us, um, which they always loved that, especially whenever, especially whenever, you know, the North Park Lounge. Wives I can see, but like girlfriends, like what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you know, not everybody was married yet at that point in time. Yeah. Um, and so, I'd just be like, I'm washing my hair that day, honey. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and, and the North Park Lounge always did like $2 yinglings during tournament games. So I can tell mm. you that five guys on $2 yinglings, Keep in mind, we ate throughout the day as well. I hope so. Man. But our our bill was normally around like three to four hundred dollars. It's a lot of lounge fries. It's a lot of lounge fries. There was a fish sandwich involved in there. Ooh, yeah, their fish. I, I grew. My grandparents grew up. That my mom grew up right down the street from there. So mm -hmm. I was going to the lounge when they had a driving range. Still, wow. Um, you know, as a little kid. Yeah. But, my nephews <laughs> are big fans of the clubhouse. Well, that was my first bartending job when I was 18 years yeah. old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I used to go to that place. When we were kids, my uncle took us there. But now, like, my my sister lives, like, a, like two miles down the road from there. So oh, that's, yeah. that's a pretty convenient stop for them with the kids. And well, they had a pinball and they all got, the they games. Got one, they got one in Lawrenceville now? Yeah, they opened one. I haven't been to that one yet. It's the North Park Lounge know, in Lawrenceville. There's, there's just, so many bars. So many good places to go. So many good places to go. I'm thinking if I'm going to go somewhere to maybe watch some games on Thursday, I'd have to stay pretty local. And you know what's not a bad deal is I could probably walk over the hill. It's literally one mile. Mm. It's actually a mile and a half. I could walk over to Galleria and go to the yard and sit there. They got mm. all the big TVs right at the bar there. I mean, there's a chance I can do that. Yeah, That would probably be the best place for me to go watch all the games and not be a complete moron. 
Yeah, see, I, so I, I can't remember if I said I didn't do something. I got somebody coming to like look at my house on Thursday for awnings. Oh, I was gonna say, but I, I don't have to do anything. But that's like your job, you know. Like, congratulations, sir. Like, you know, you're a contractor. You don't have to work on tournament day. Yeah, you can. But you're you're out making that money, man. Got to get out and make that money. You know, there will still be games on at night. There will still be games on at night. So that's like you know two, are you gonna two be, sides. Are you gonna be calling any of the games? Do you yeah, know? man. We don't we don't really do them for Turner. At least my my unit doesn't. You know. But yeah, I mean, we got uh, there's some good games to go on. I mean, there's some big first round games. Uh, my like big said, upset that I'm worried about is Loyola. I had to pick one upset, so there you go. But. Yeah. I didn't really go based off a lot of upsets. I'm sure I'll have some happen in my bracket and mess me up. Um, I did pick, like I said, Providence over A&M, which is a 10 over a 7. Um, let's see. I, I'm not... Let's see here. Did you, did you, did you, oh, yeah. You picked Loyola over Miami. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not a bad one. I think that's kind of like a trendy upset. I've, I've, I've heard a few people say that. Um I don't. I obviously don't pay close enough attention to like copy everyone's picks, but like, you know, you watch enough shows and listen to podcasts and stuff, and people give give their opinions. Like, I heard Loyola one was like a hot upset pick. Um, uh, Stephen F. Austin. Is, yeah, I picked is, them too. Is yeah. a, hot, a fourteen over three. That's I a watched hot upset. them a little bit, you know, and like that's the thing. Like you get this like recency bias where like you you only can watch like maybe four tournament games like during that championship week, and and then those teams get in and they're like underdogs so you're like oh but i saw them and they looked good they looked really good against that team from their conference so like yeah i mean know. i have tcu ah. going to sweet 16 if you don't pick upsets it's no fun i have tcu going to sweet 16 um jamie dixon you know he, he's done a nice job down I've there done that too yeah there i have i'm losing to duke in the sweet 16 mm-hmm. um i got west virginia going down to wichita i got west virginia going down to wichita i almost well. had him go i, I wanted to write murray i really kind of wanted to write murray like West Virginia, man. I mean, they're mm, suspect. They are like they've they've been like not so good down the. Street, I was actually man. thinking maybe Marshall over Wichita in the first round, thirteen over four. I don't think so. Like I'd love but to see a West Virginia Marshall like tournament game. That would be great. Just just for like what that would mean. And I wouldn't Virginia. be mad if that messed up my bracket a little bit. Eh, no, it wouldn't be as fun as a West Virginia Marshall football game. I don't think. No. Who knows? Um, I think Wichita is pretty good. I think they're good enough for the Sweet 16 anyway, so I have them in. I mean, Xavier's been looking good. The X-Men have always been a pretty hell, uh, hell of a team there. Um, Cincinnati. How about Butler? Been, I have Butler winning one game and losing the second round of Purdue. I got them beating Purdue. I got Florida into the Sweet 16. No, I got Florida into the Elite Eight out of there, but then they lose to Nova. Um... Would you? How about Houston? I got Houston in the Sweet Sixteen. My Sweet Sixteen, I have, I have Nova, Wichita, Texas Tech, Purdue, Kansas, Clemson, TCU, and Duke, and then I have Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Cincy, Xavier, Ohio State, Michigan, and UNC. Hmm. Yeah, we got some different ones. Like I, I have uh, UVA, Arizona, Tennessee, Cincinnati, Xavier, OSU, Houston. UNC. Uh, Amanda has Virginia, Kentucky, Miami, Texas, Xavier, UNC Green. Whoa, I didn't even Whoa. realize you took UNC Green over Gonzaga? 
All right. She's got a big upset, 13 over a four in the first round. That's huge. Greensboro, man. And she's got uh, Michigan, North Carolina, uh, Nova. She's got Marshall over – she took Marshall over Wichita, Marshall UVA, and Marshall over UVA. And she's got Marshall in the Sweet 16. UCLA, Purdue, NC State, Clemson, and she's got – why do you have – oh, you have ASU? Oh. She's picking ahead of a game that hasn't even happened yet to take. Oh yeah, she's picking uh, Arizona State to but beat that's Syracuse. That's why I hate the. That's why I the hate the game. Seeds, yeah, right. Like, like an eleven seed can win. Like that's not unheard yeah. of. So like for me to not be able to do my homework on which team is even like I need to know the matchup. Yeah. Like Amanda's probably like me, and she like handicaps these games. Like, yeah, sits she's down just, there with the stats and like all the spreadsheets and everything. You should see like, her earlier. She's got to do twice the work now to prepare because there's two play-in teams, and it's you know that game's not that game doesn't go off until Wednesday night, and brackets are due at noon on Thursday, and we're all we're all working our asses off here. I know. She's, I mean, you should have seen her with the spreadsheet. She had two laptops and a phone going. I mean. This, I hate this. This is the hardest time of year. Taxes are due. Brackets are due. Uh, <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I almost wish it was Christmas. Oh. <laughs> We'd still have football if it was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the NCAA women's. Uh, I did. I looked at that bracket briefly. Uh, let me see if I can pull it back up here. All I know um, about women's is I try to get Julia to care about the Gamecocks. Because they're actually good. And it's hard to when the best case scenario is that they get blown out by like 50 points in the final to UConn. You know? It, it really makes like the fact that Notre Dame won a championship like really special. I mean, I mean, Connecticut, like what they've put together is just unbelievable. It, did you see, like, I saw like the semifinal of their conference and they played like South Florida. And beat them by like seventy points. I think we talked about that last week. Yes. Why is this an NIT? Why are they giving the NIT? I don't want the NIT. I want the regular. You know who else doesn't want the NIT? <laughs> Rutgers women turned down an NIT bid. Did they? Yeah. So here for the women's bracket, they're playing in uh stars athens tallahassee columbia notre dame college station columbus eugene and then they're playing in starkville raleigh los angeles austin louisville stanford knoxville and waco is where the women's are playing nice uh and their final four is in columbus uh, their regionals are in Albany, Spokane, Kansas City, and Lexington. But the women's, they have, uh, let's see, Nicholas State, Syracuse, Oklahoma State, Maryland, Princeton, NC State, Ellen, Iowa, Creighton, UCLA, American, Arizona, Nebraska, Texas, Maine, Louisville, Boise State, Marquette, Dayton, Missouri, FGCU, not sure. Florida Gulf Coast. Florida Gulf Coast. Dunk City, remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. From a few years ago. Well, that was the men's. This yeah. is the women's. Well, Layup City. 
Stanford, Gonzaga, Oregon State, Western Kentucky, Tennessee, Liberty, Michigan, Northern Colorado, Grambling, and Baylor. On one side. Baylor, our leaving knower. Yeah, right? Seattle, Oregon, Minnesota, Green Bay, uh, George Washington, Ohio State, Central Michigan, LSU, Drake, Texas, A&M, Oklahoma, DePaul, Nova, South Dakota, CSUN. Not sure. They're playing Notre Dame. Um, CSUN. I'm not sure. Um, they're playing. They're a 16 seed. They're playing <laughs> Notre Dame. Well, I wish them luck. I know. Uh, and, Go CSUN. Uh, North Carolina A and T, South Carolina Virginia, California Little Rock, Florida State Buffalo, South Florida Mercer, Mercer Bears, uh, Georgia, who beat Duke that Belmont. One, yeah. Duke, so much fun. Quinnipiac, Miami, Florida, St. Francis of PA, and Yukon. St. Francis of Pennsylvania is a 16 seed playing Yukon. Mm. Feel sorry for them. CSUN might be Cal State Northridge. Ah. That, be it. that could be. Yeah. Cal State University Northridge campus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cal That's, Poly. I know, what was the other one? That, the other one was Central Florida Central Gulf Coast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the women's women's uh, side looks pretty good too. Oh my god! Speaking of regional colleges, the freaking um, the Manatees tweeted me, dude. What the Manatees tweet you about? I tweeted something about how the Pirates weren't playing the Manatees anymore. Right. And they and they like saw my tweet and they were like, we changed our name to like, they're like Florida State College. Slash Manatee. It's not called like Manatee Community College anymore. Oh. So they, so they like, you know, kind of deal like how, you know, like, you know, all the schools in New York are like SUNY. It's like, you know, it's like a branch campus. It's not a community college anymore. All right. So they're like, they're on their way up. But I, so I gave them a follow and I'm, I'm checking out their, you know, programs. Cool. It was nice of them to reach out. You know, I, I genuinely, you know, think that they could have beaten the Pirates this year. Um, there's a lot of teams beating the Pirates this year. Um, speaking of the Pirates, uh, we'll talk about them a little later. I will just tell you that Amanda is now like kind of upset that I won't go to games at PNC Park because they debuted and interviewed some of the new guys on the team, and she's like, wow, he's sexy. Wow, look at that beard. Oh, my God. They got, you can got, actually like, see them players. better on TV, so just stay home. And watch them on AT and T Sportsnet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She wants. Well, yeah, I guess if you get your job back and you're up that <laughs> yeah, close, yeah, she she resigned from you her can position. See him, you can see now she's close. considering that, that that might have been a bad idea. Um, from where I sit, like you don't really. But yeah, unless you're into my my work seats are good and they're down the first baseline, so you know. So how about if you're uh, into Josh Bell? <laughs> or who's their first base coach? That's who you really get a good look Schofield? at. Schofield? So, Schofield's gone. I oh, think. he's gone? All right. Uh, so how about PGA Tour? This past week, um, they played down at the Copperhead Course uh, in Florida uh, in the uh, Valspar, Val, Val, Valspar. Valspar. Yeah. It's a paint. Yes. It was, their first, it was their first tournament that they've hosted and sponsored. Tiger's first time playing in it. And he's won a lot of tournaments. Um, he came in second in this one. He was minus 
uh, eight. The winner was minus ten on this. Um, he did finish second. Uh, you know, he if he would he. If he would have birdie, or he, actually, he was set up for an eagle on the last putt and missed it. But, um, you know, he's actually the favorite this week to win at Bay Hill, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, uh, which is in Orlando, um, coming up. Uh, and then that is going to be a quite interesting tournament. Uh, you got everybody wants to play Arnie's tournament because Arnold Palmer, great for the game. He was friended by everybody. He he was kind of like everybody's dad or grandpa. You know, some of these younger guys like their grandpa, Ricky Fowler, all those guys. And of course, Jack Nicholas. He doesn't play competitive anymore. He'll probably still be at the tournament checking everything out. I think this might be the first year uh, that Arnie is not alive to be at his own tournament. I, I think he died after. The yeah. Bay Hill tournament last year. Um, Sounds about right. Like, this is still pretty early yeah. in the season. Um, so what do you think about all this Tiger Woods stuff? I mean... I, I I love to see him do well. It's great for the game of golf. Um, they had the most... They, they broke the 150,000 mark for fans at the tournament last week. Mm. Uh, with him um, there. Uh, you know... I mean, I like... I don't like golf any more or less um, based on, like, who's playing in it. Like, what I what I like to see is, you know, is it is it close, like, or the last, like, several holes interesting. Yeah, um, which last but, week. <laughs> but the fact, the fact that Tiger's into it, like... And he's doing and well. And he brings bigger crowds. He's doing like, well. That, that makes for better TV. Does make for better because TV, especially when he's you, nobody wants to watch any sport where there's like just where it's like quiet. You know? Yeah, it's weird. And, well, also it could be like the most like expertly played game of basketball that's ever been played. But if there's nobody there like cheering it on, it's kind of weird. You know the you know the best game of basketball ever played was never shown on TV. What the Will Chamberlain? No. The last practice five on five of. The '92 Olympic. Team. What the dream team versus the dream team? It was whenever they 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 did a pickup game, and it was like they play like a full like. Yeah, I've seen clock and uh, everything. Yeah, they played a full game. They have coaches and yeah, yeah, they had coaches. Uh, what's his name? He, he coached the Pistons. Uh, Chuck Daly. Chuck Daly was the first coach of the. Um, sure. Yeah. And he had they had a uh, if you watch the ESPN Thirty for Thirty on it. Oh yeah, it was. And, oh, I and, bet that's all. Yeah, I gotta check that out. And then I think there was also spots of it were on the ESPN thirty thirty about Christian Leitner, and so forth because Leitner was on that team. He mm. was the like whatever, whatever. Here, take this kid. He was like the rookie. He was yeah. He, he literally was the rookie. He was the he was the, you know, the second coming of Jesus out of college basketball. Well, um, you know, he walked on water once. You know, he did, um, but he. Uh, but no, that that was the best basketball game ever played that was never showed on tv from like you know it was like michael jordan versus you know michael jordan against magic johnson it was like the old guard with the new guard coming in and it was you know larry bird and carl malone and uh muller and patrick ewing and and you even listen to the interviews with uh magic johnson he goes he goes michael's come up and telling me this is what i'm gonna do to you right there and then he just did it like <laughs> i mean it was 
It, it, it's listed as the best game ever played. It was not on TV that nobody saw or something like that. Well, I mean, not an official game. It doesn't count. Whatever. <laughs> but with the PGA Tour, though, that also came out Ernie Els and Tiger Woods will be captains for the President Cups uh, in 2019. Of course, the Ryder, it's the Ryder Cup when it's in Europe. It's the President Cup when it's in the States. Um when it comes to golf, which is one of those last tournaments where it's the countrymen together uh, play each other off. It's Europe versus the U.S., essentially. I don't know. I thought President's Cup was, like, different. Nah, the President's Because Ernie Els isn't from Europe. He's from South Africa. Right. So I think the Ryder Cup is just U.S. versus Europe. Yeah. And, and President's and, Cup is, like, well, U.S. And versus it goes the every, rest of the world. And it's every other year. Right, but President's Cup is, like, the rest of the world. It's, like, U.S. versus the world. Yeah. So that's how they incorporate... Because, obviously, golf is from Europe. And then, like, the PGA Tour is based in America. So, like, the two hotbeds of golf are, like, you know, the British Isles and the United States. And then, like, you know, they play golf elsewhere. And there are a lot of pros who are not eligible for the Ryder Cup because they are from, like, South Africa or Korea, you know, or Japan. So that's why they added the President's Cup to sort of broaden the field. But it's still the U.S. versus you know, taking on all comers, as it should be. I'm right on. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We're going to come back and talk a little NHL, and then there's a big lots going on in the NFL with free agency that's going on. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes after these messages from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast. Net. All right, folks, we're back. I hope you uh, enjoyed that little bit from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Uh, let's see, now where are we at? Okay, here we go, Matt. NHL this week. Uh, the great eight, Alex Ovechkin, gets his 600th career goal, puts him number 20 on the all-time list. That also makes him one of 20 guys that have 600 goals in the NHL. Um Pretty good for a toothless little kid from Russia. Yeah, right. You know. <laughs> uh, and then uh, another one that's kind of near and dear to our heart here is Mark Andre Fleury gets his 400th career win, and it was against the Flyers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what, Which, the second fastest to 400 wins. I think he was the second fastest to 400 wins. Uh, the first fastest, I can't remember. It was somebody that was someone good, someone really. And then I, the I next say person, it was Patrick Waugh. And then the next person below him. Was someone also really good? Yeah, I want to so, say it was Patrick Waugh. Yeah, it, uh, it might have been like, and I think he got there ahead of Brodor, which like surprised me. Yeah, um, I think he, I think he's in between Waugh and Brodor actually on that list, which is not a bad place. Not to be. a bad place to be. No, uh, either one of those guys. I mean, you know, think about it. Uh, Patrick Waugh has what three cups? Uh, one with Montreal and two with the Avalanche, uh-huh. and um, or is it just one with the Avalanche? Oh, I thought they had two. I think they have two, yeah. yeah. But, you know, every now and again, Montreal... They were good, man, back in the day. Every now and again, Montreal just snuck in there and mm-hmm. won a cup, like... <laughs> well, you know, they've been at it longer than just about anybody. Right. I mean, the original six, I mean, they, uh, did they have the most out of anybody? I believe so. I believe yeah. it, yeah. yeah but they're so. the original six, so... They got, like, 30-something cups. Yeah, something crazy like that. Ridiculous. The original six was, like, actually kind of a misnomer, you know? Like, there were... Other teams that folded. Yeah, there was other like, teams that folded before that. that. But like the, the teams that lasted were, you know, Toronto, Boston, Montreal, 
Detroit, Chicago Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. So, yeah. Bo- yeah. Boston, New York, Montreal, uh, Toronto, Detroit, and then Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about the playoffs and the and the seedings and everything. Um, I looked at a bracket of how the playoffs would be if if uh, the season ended today, and it looked pretty balanced, to be honest. What would it be like? Pens Flyers in the first round. Yeah, Pens Flyers in the first round. Pens Caps in the second Pens round. Pens Caps in the second round. <laughs> Which you would say, like, why would you want that? And then, like, what what could the conference championship possibly have to offer? Like, won't it be anticlimactic? Like when we had to play Ottawa last year after knocking off the Capitals. But no, because you've got, on the other side, you've got Tampa, who's been the best team in the conference all year. Yeah, pretty much. And you got Boston, who's, like, red, stinking hot right now. They so are. if either one of those teams comes out, like, you could say that that's and, a matchup that's, and that don't the forget, season has been building to Don't forget the wild cards in there is, what, New Jersey and Carolina? Or New Jersey and... No, based on that, like... What it would have been... New Jersey's a wild card for sure right New Jersey, now. and then... I, I uh, want to say Carolina, but it could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it, would, it, it wouldn't be Ottawa for sure. Yeah, and Ottawa's done. They're done. They're done. They purged Florida, their maybe? Team. I don't know. I've, I've been hearing good things about Florida more and more these days. Yeah. I mean... Uh, so that's some NHL news there around the league real quick. Uh, of course, NHL playoffs start... Uh, one month so from soon. today? It'll be here before you know it. No, no, it's no, not even one month from today. It's, teams, we're talking about teams that have like... It's like one month from like three days ago. Less than 12 games left. Oh, well, the Penguins have 12 games yeah. left. And unfortunately for us, the Penguins have 12 games left. And Philly and Washington have like 14 games left. So... Uh, dreaded games in hand. Yeah. You know... Uh, and then you have uh, pit football. They've been practicing. They've been getting spring camp going they on. Better. Well, no, I mean, they, they got a lot yeah, of young guys. Yeah. They got a new defensive coordinator. They got a lot of young guys on there. Uh, Pat Narduzzi said, you know, the spring camp is trying to figure out who their best 11 to put on the field is going to be, um, which is true. Yeah. Uh, best 11 on each side of the ball. Uh, and then they have their traditional blue-gold game at Heinz Field Saturday, April 14th at 1 p.m. Now, the way the weather's been in Pittsburgh, there could be snow for that game, or it could be 80 degrees. No. Uh, I think we're going to be done with the snow, finally. I don't know, man. April 14th. I, I mean, it can't happen. It's it's snow. I've seen snow on my dad's birthday, and my dad's birthday is May 1st. Oh, well, that's something. See, like, mine's the 18th. <laughs> mine's April 18th. And I had my first ever Little League practice in snow. Not, like, accumulation, but enough, like flakes blown through the air that I'm standing out there at second base thinking like this just ain't right I've practiced baseball in snow yeah yeah definitely been there done that played a whole lot of base I've played baseball in the fall where we had snow mm-hmm. um that's probably more likely around these parts because <laughs> October snow is like I mean that's nothing yeah fall ball gotta love it so here's the big deal NFL free agency starts Wednesday, tomorrow. Uh, you'll hear this. Hopefully Thursday you'll hear this. So it starts the th- uh, March 14th, 4 p.m. Um, lots, of in, lo- lots of ins and outs that are out there. Uh, there's lots of speculation. 
on movement and lots of big names are coming out of this right now. So we'll start with our hometown Steelers. Uh, the Steelers are set to release Mike Mitchell, which frees up $5 million on the cap space. They're also set to release Willie Gay. Willie Gay, I think, is the only current player he has, uh, uh, in the NFL, especially on the defensive side, that has, I think he's after Eli Manning went, uh, got shut down that one game last year, which caused McAdoo to probably get fired or be the fall guy at least. Um, Willie Gay has 176 straight starts. Wow. Uh, he's the Iron Man. And... Um, uh, that's going to uh, save the, the uh, Steelers a few million on the cap as well. That leaves Roethlisberger as the only guy on the roster with the ring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, Willie Gay, Willie Gay was the only other leftover player from the most recent Super Bowl victory. James Harrison, he left after they released him in the middle of last year. He had a ring. Hmm? A.B. A.B. doesn't have a ring. He didn't win. No. Mm -hmm. That leaves Roethlisberger the last, yeah. AB was like a young pup when they lost to Green Bay. He was. But he wasn't around for the, the Arizona game. I mean, it, it, not counting coaches, yeah, he's the last player. Mm -hmm. I believe he's the last player on the team to have a Steelers Super Bowl ring. And he's got both of them. Um, Chris Hubbard, uh, he's to sign with the Browns. Five years, $37.5 million. Browns are making some moves. Browns Dude, the Browns have made Taylor. The Browns have been they making some moves. Landry. Jarvis Landry, Tyrod Taylor. They got the number one and a number four pick, which we're gonna talk about that here in a little bit. Because I got a, I got a plan. <laughs> I have a plan, plan to help us keep pace with the Browns. No, in the arms race of the AFC North. No, I have a plan for the Steelers' future. Well, I hope our future involves beating the Browns. It does. That's just a given. It does. So, and then we have Boz. The Wizard of Boz, Chris Boswell, our kicker, who was the most accurate kicker last year in the NFL. Mm -hmm. uh, he is a restricted free agent. Uh, he's set to make $2.9 this year. Now, with that $2.9 and him being a restricted free agent, that allows any other team that wants to come in and offer more money for him. The Steelers have the right to match it and retain his services, or they get a second-round pick from whatever team wants to give him more money and take him off our hands, which I hope does not happen, and I really don't foresee a team out there giving us $3 million for a kicker and a second-round Paying a kicker $3 million and giving us a second-round pick. If we could get a second-round pick, though, imagine the kicker we could get. Oh, you never take a kicker in a second. They're on they're dime a dozen on the street. <laughs> Jesus, I like that because whenever they take, whenever a kicker goes higher than like a normal the, the, kicker the, the in the draft, fifth or sixth they, round, the, the pressure destroys them. Yeah, and like they're never any good. So uh, also, uh, Alejandro Villanueva is to restructure his contract to give him more money up front, which frees up the um, salary cap uh, to make room under the salary cap. AB restructured his contract. To restructure and free up money underneath the salary cap. The Steelers are pretty close to being maxed the fuck out. Um, and we have Le'Veon Bell. Be. You max out when you're that good. We have Mac, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, they did tag him under the franchise tag. Second straight year, $12.5 He's still looking for a long-term deal, which has to be done before the 16th. So we're going to say by July 15th. To get a long-term deal, and he lowered his amount to $14.5 instead of 15 Now, 
depending on how that's structured, we got one of those wizards over there at the Steelers that knows how to make money and move it around. And mm -hmm. he's a hell of an accountant. Yeah. All right. So here's where my plan is. Here's here's two. Here, here's I have one of two plans. Okay. One of two plans is you keep Bell franchise tagged, and Bell went out and did his little hour long. Um, live video on Instagram and took questions and comments and everything else and answered them. Uh, and then also did some DM stuff. I did not DM him. I don't have Instagram, whatever, but I did get to read some stuff. He said that if there's not a long-term deal worked out like last year, he will report to the Steelers the Monday prior to week one. Basically means he just doesn't want to go to camp. Eh, fine. Whatever. Okay. He'll just get injured in camp. Okay. I'm, I worry about that. Uh, I do worry about that, too. Preseason games, camp. Preseason games, camp, yeah. Don't How much know. camp yeah. do they really need? Seriously. Just run sprints. Um, Just run sprints now, by yourself. Now, they tag him, and he plays this year, and he, he would be stupid to turn away 14 and a half, uh, you know, 12 point whatever million. Or actually, no, it's, it's, is it, yeah, it's, it's, is it 14 million or something? Whatever it is. It's, no, I like, I think the 12 sounds right. I think right. 12, right. So, next year... They have the option to tag him again. Yeah. And it's somewhere up around the $20 million Yeah, range. it goes up. Yeah. So um, maybe not do that. No, he got $12 million last year. This year he's going to get like 14 whatever it is. Um, Say so tag him. He's underneath there. Big money dollar. They have the option to tag him for a third year. Bell's 27. So what's your plan? Running backs are not good pretty much past. 27. They have that six-year window. True. He's at the peak of that window. Tag him again next year and run the wheels off of him the next two years. Yeah, it's going to piss him off. Yeah, he's not going to show up for camp. Yeah, he might hold out the following year and not play at all. There's a chance. Here's where Steve's master plan comes into a deal. Let's hear it. Trade Le'Veon Bell to the Cleveland Browns for the number one and the number four pick. He's worth it. In my eyes, he's worth it. Right now? Yes. Trade him right now. Trade Le'Veon Bell right now the Cleveland Browns for the number one and the number four pick straight up. That's crazy. Cleveland has $89 million underneath their cap space. They can pay him. Well, the point of football is not to like make sure that everyone uses their cap money. Like, Correct. The point of football is to win. Correct. And the point of winning is beating your opponents... Correct. Of which the Cleveland Browns are two times a year for the Steelers. Correct. Why would you give your highest total yardage gainer? I am glad like you asked that historically question. Historically high rate of yard gaining. I am so Steelers. glad you asked that question. And you're Matt. gonna just trade him? Yes. To our rivals for yes. a couple of rookies that might end up being like Lawrence Timmons is at best. Wait, Lawrence Timmons was a phenomenal player, and he mm. played for us for ten years and was yeah. a stud at linebacker. Yeah. And that's like all you're gonna get is another no. one of those. No, and then a fourth rounder. No, you no a you're number. No, no, no. But no. who's gonna play no. this year? Cleveland has With Bell. Will you let me finish? Yeah. Cleveland has two number one picks, the one and the four, two first round picks. Well, then the, that first round pick is not worth a lot to them. The, they have two of them. They have two, so they will gladly part with one for Le'Veon Bell, and they and they'll throw in a fourth rounder. No, 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 no. The fourth like pick overall. 
The fourth pick overall. So give Le'Veon Bell to Cleveland for the number one overall and the number four overall pick. Two first-round picks. Here's why. You take Saquon Barkley and you take Ben's replacement. You're high in the quarterback draft class right now. There's five quarterbacks coming out. You got Saquon Barkley coming out. They're, he's expected to go number one to Cleveland. Number four, they're supposed to take uh, either the kid from UCLA or Baker Mayfield. They're not sure yet. They probably take, if they're smart, they'll take the kid from UCLA. Rosen. Yes. So here's trade Le'Veon Bell to Cleveland for the number one overall, the number four overall. You take Saquon Barkley and you take Rosen. If Rosen's not there at number four, you got three other guys. Nobody's going to give up that. The Browns aren't going to give up all their picks like that. There's no way. They've done it Le'Veon before. Bell, like the same the same argument that you said, like he's 27. But Cleveland's stupid. They're not that stupid. Like they're, they, they're, they're trying. Like within the framework of like smart football moves, they're stupid. But like <laughs> you don't get to be within that framework if you're like stupid, stupid. Okay? Like for an NFL team, stupid. For like you and me, normal people, not stupid. So for me to sit here and say it's a bad idea means that they probably are like light years ahead of me in their analysis and also agree with me that it's a bad idea. Well, so you're saying... And Ben's replacement is not going to win us a Super Bowl this year. No! Bell, Brown, Ben, Vince Williams, Vance McDonald, the Killer Bees. That's who wins us the Super Bowl. It's Vance McDonald? It's Vance, but Vince Williams changed his name on Twitter to Vince. Uh, Yeah, to be a part of the Bees. To be a part of the Bees. He did. And at that point, I started calling Vance McDonald Vance. (laughs) And Boswell. And I would have tried to take it mainstream, but they never came back from their, like, 40-point deficit against the Jaguars. So, sorry, Vance. Maybe next year. All right. So, what are you saying, Lev Bell? Tag him, run the wheels off him, or try to sign him? Tag him one more year. So ta- he's mild, tagged this year. Mild blow so up So do you even try to work a long-term deal in? No. Or do you run the wheels I don't off think, I don't think they will. I don't think the Steelers will, so I'm not going to change their... I mean, if it's me running it, maybe. But you don't like the idea at all of trading him out to Cleveland for the one and the four pick overall. I don't think Cleveland will go for it. I think it's stupid. I think that whoever's running Cleveland could be, like, sued by, like, the heirs of, like, the Browns' fortune for, like, abdicating their fiduciary responsibility. Like, that's how (laughs) fucking stupid it would be to trade the first and the fourth overall pick for a 27-year-old runner-slash-like Pass catcher. All right. Well, okay. Like weed smoke. All right. Well, how about just trading the number one overall pick and some other random bullshit, and we still take Saquon Barkley, have him on a rookie deal. Who the Saquon Barkley is listed as the um, the next one, mm-hmm. and so forth, barring any injury, of course, because it is the NFL. Um, to be the next Lev Bell, to be the next Ronnie Lott, and so forth, uh, and then that way you have him locked up on five years on a rookie deal. I don't know. I don't want to change too much about this team. This this is the team that almost. If we're gonna change anything, we're gonna. This change is the team defense. that if they if they would have got their head out of their ass and we not looked to, past the Jaguars, we need to upgrade the defense without getting rid of our best running back. Like, 
Bell, you know, the argument for why he's worth what he thinks he's worth is because of his pass catching. And his, total, his total yards. He touches not, the not ball more times than anyone in the NFL. So He is the number one running back. He's the number two receiver. Every, like, every other team in the league would take him in a heartbeat. But, you know, there, there's like a price that, that has to be paid. And that's when you say, like, okay, well, then I can't afford him. Right now, it's easier for the Steelers to afford him on a franchise tag than it is for any other team to afford him at the price that either he thinks he's worth or that the Steelers would want to get for him if I, they're being I, honest with their fans about wanting to win this year. I, I, I think the number one and number four pick overall is is the price. And if Cleveland's willing to if Cleveland's willing if Cleveland's willing to deal, mm. they should entertain that opportunity. And if they throw in LeBron James, that's cool too. And if they throw and if the and if the Cavaliers throw LeBron James in Juju's Man, is he after LeBron. Cleveland's, they're, um, they're just going to seize him. It's just going to be like eminent domain. All right, you're, all right. You're ours now, LeBron. All right, enough of that with the Steelers. We've made our points. Um, the rest of the NFL, though, how about the Vikings purging all their QBs? Um, A Viking purge is the best purge. <laughs> I mean, they typically rape and pillage. So, I mean, now they're purging. Oh, yeah, like some people got to get out of there. Right? You so... Case Keenum's to sign with the Broncos. Sam Bradford's to sign with Arizona. Teddy Bridgewater, they're working on a trade with him to the Jets. All to bring in Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Uh, for a three-year, $86 million, all-guaranteed deal. Way to go, Kirk. Wow. $86 million guaranteed, even if he shattered his back tomorrow. Yeah. Well, not tomorrow. but Which, The way Vikings quarterbacks go is <laughs> incredibly likely to happen. So, so this is the Vikings saying that we're going all in right now. And honestly, what they did last year with Keenum as the backup, I mean, they brought Sam Bradford in to, to be the backup after, to, after uh, Bridgewater went down. Then Bradford went down and Keenum was in. I, you know, I, I get how this game is done and, and how it's played, but with what they had last year and the chemistry they had, I don't know. Uh, this may or may not be a, a bad decision. We'll see what happens. Kirk Cousins is going to get to play indoors for eight games of the year. Actually, more than that because they played Detroit. That'll be nice. So he's going to get at least nine games indoors. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to think about that. I mean, is Cousins really worth that much money, or did he, did the franchise tag just like I think the franchise? I think the franchise perceived tag value. boosted his perceived you know, value. Nobody takes a pay cut. Nobody takes a pay cut off franchise that eighty six million three years guaranteed, which makes him the highest paid quarterback because of the years to money. Well, the the thing is, like, and I, I saw on Twitter someone was like, "Isn't every quarterback the highest yeah, paid quarterback?" Yeah, that was Vince Williams, and we were tweeting it back and forth. And, and that and that's true, and it's it's got to do with the specialization and just yeah, cost of living, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, also, uh, speaking about high-paid quarterbacks, Drew Brees signs two-year. He's expected to sign two-year, $50 million, 27 guaranteed to stay with the Saints. That's not a bad option there. Um, he's had a lot more success with the Saints than he did in San Diego. 
he had a resurgence of his career. Is that about he had an offer somewhere else? I didn't hear if he had an offer somewhere else. I saw else. like just the headline said that like he had a big offer from someone else, but he's back in New Orleans. And, like, I, 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 it may I can't imagine. So here's some other notable names that we're just going to run through pretty quick here. Sammy Watkins, three years, $48 million with KC. He was started the season last year in Buffalo, ended up with the Rams, I believe it was, in L.A., uh, and then now he's unrestricted free agent and signed with KC. So that's going to add him down there to um, shit. Travis Kelsey at tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the guy I had in my fantasy all, all year from the uh, Chiefs that was either a boom or a bust wide out? Ah, uh, shit. Oh, Number man. 19. I'll think of his name here later. Uh, fantasy uh, football seems so long ago. I know, right? So how about Allen Robinson? He signed with the Bears. Yeah. Uh, so here, here's a big offense, uh, offensive line guy, man. He, a guard, Andrew uh, Nawal, five years, sixty-six point five million, signed with the Jags, leaving the Carolina uh, Panthers. And it was Tyree Kill that he's down there Tyree. now with uh, in KC. Uh, that Sammy Tyree. Watkins is going to be with. Um, here's one. Uh, it seems like um, our boys to the north, the the great. Wait, North are, are losing some guys. Danny Amendola is going to the Miami. Oh, yeah. Deion Lewis is going to the Titans. Yeah, good for him, man. Like, I will be able to root for Deion Lewis now. Yeah. Uh, how about Isaiah Crook? Uh, the Crow. Isaiah Crowell out of, Cle- Crow. out of Cleveland going to the Jets. That's a good place for Crows. Um, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. You know, the guy who got told. What else? Are five minutes. Gonna find out what happened. Five minutes before kickoff. You're not playing today. Um, we'll never. We will never know, will we? Yeah, uh, he's going to the Titans. Man. Uh, Green Bay Packers to cut Jordy Nelson to make room for Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Uh, so they're cutting jo- Jordy Nelson. Ten years there. Ten, ten years easy there. Mm. Um, Dolphins uh, to release Nadamik and Sue three years after signing a six-year, hundred and fourteen million. Uh, they still owe him $22.2 million. That is a cap hit for them because it's still owed uh, $9.1 this year and $13.1 next year. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Ndamukong Sue, who knows where he'll end up. He's got that, you know, that dirty player uh, after him, you know, behind him. Uh, who's to say he won't end up in Dallas or Oakland? Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, the Steelers have had some dirty players. The Steelers have had some dirty players? But I think even do, Sue is like a bridge too far. I mean, do we need a defensive tackle? I mean, there's a difference between a Heinz Ward crackback block and like stomping on a guy's calf. Calf? He stomped on dude's nuts. You're being nice. I am being nice. Uh, we don't like nut stompers either, though. We don't like nut stompers either. How about uh, Aliquippa native PSU alum? Paul Puzlesny, uh to retire after 11 seasons in the NFL. The last seven he spent with the Jags. Good player. Good player. He was one of those solid, solid uh, guys on the line. Some injuries. Yeah. Some injuries. No. Uh, he spent first half of his career with Buffalo. Injury in its own sort of way. That's um, yeah, uh, and then um, he spent the last seven years with the Jags. Uh, free agency. Like I said, it officially opens tomorrow at four. Uh, these are all speculation reports. Um, Don't they have like they have like a little like there, there's like a period where they're allowed to talk, but it's like yeah, there's a period we're allowed to talk, and yeah. 
we're in that now. And, like, they can start signing paper tomorrow. Correct. So that's why we're seeing all this stuff, because yeah. deals are basically done. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater expected to sign the Jets, you know, stuff like that. It kind of makes a sham of the whole, like, just talking thing. It's just, uh... <laughs> like, we're just talking, like, yeah, you're just talking, you're married. Yeah. <laughs> Packers, Packers signing uh, defense lineman Muhammad Wilkerson. Uh, former first-round pick is expected to sign with them. That's from Ian Rappaport. Um, Jermaine Johnson expected to sign with the Jets. Uh, former Rams cornerback set to make roughly $15 million per year. Uh, again, all the rest of them that have come up that I have already had mentioned. So keep an eye on NFL free agency. We will... Try to keep us up to date on our Twitter page at Bold PGH Sports on Twitter uh, to go from there. So at this point, Matt, I think we need to go ahead and take a little break and come back and talk some Buckos and then the all important Penguins. Yeah. So here's a little bit from a, another thing from our friend at Sorgatron Media. See what they have going on over there in Beachview. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Well, folks, hope you enjoyed that little bit from our friends over at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, uh, neighborhood of Pittsburgh. Uh, right on the red line. Right on. Literally, the red line goes right in front of the studio across from Las Palmas Tacos. Best tacos in town. Best tacos in the city. Brookline or Beachview. They're, I mean, it's pretty much the same, but I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm partial to Beach, or I'm sorry, I'm partial to Brookline. Well, you live in Brookline. Live in you Brookline. can walk to Las Palmas from your house. But I mean, even even before I lived in Brookline, it was actually like, you know, I just happened to be by Brookline more often than Beachview. Um, the Beachview one is cool because it's like a little bit bigger store involved. Oh yeah. So you can get a little bit more of your actual grocery shopping done there. Oh totally. But the 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 Brookline store, it's like three blocks from my house. And if, if I need like some produce and some fresh meat, I like the beach view. I like the beach view one because I, I don't have to go inside the store. Mm -hmm. I get them right up front. The tent. Yeah. Well, yeah, like the, the Brookline, you just, you pay inside and they give you a little, little coupon. Yeah. And you just pass it off. But I, I, oh man, I love those tacos and I've, I've been neglecting them because of the cold. Right. Oh, um, come summertime, they're gonna get. I'm a mob them. I'll take the. Tea I mean, up even the other that. day, like I, you know, I, I go running. I, I I finish like down the boulevard, and um, you know, it's like 45 degrees around like lunchtime, and they're, you know, they're they, packed. They're packed. It's it's great shit, man. I love I love tacos. I love street food because like sometimes you don't have time to like be seated and like sit and. You know, wait and pay. Just let me get like you know, two tacos. Put it in my foil. Good, exactly. Easy. So, uh, speaking about putting things in your face, uh, the buckos. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the face, please. <laughs> um, they've elected to start Ivan Nova for opening day versus the Tigers in Detroit. Mm, probably the best selection they have. He's. I mean, he's either. He's either one or like one A one B situation with Tyone right now. Yeah, and he's got more experience in the in the majors. He does. Um, so why not? I mean, Ed, you know, it's the Pirates. 
I mean, it's every five every five days. You know, you have a rotation. Like opening day is just one game. It, it, it doesn't count for more than any other game. It's not like a playoff series. Um, man, I'm gonna pour a little out for a playoff series right now. I would love to have a playoff series, and I still won't go. But you know what I'm um, saying? Like you still you have your guy. You know, it's either Tyone or Nova for opening day. They pick Nova. Tyone pitches the next day. And, you know, they just go from there. And if, if they if they need to rebalance the rotation, hopefully it won't be until the All-Star break. Because if, if they're going to upset things a lot during the... <laughs> I don't know who they're going to... You know, I, don't know, I, I don't even know, like, who they have in the minors that could... I don't know they have anybody the in the minors. If, if like, two bits of their rotation just, like, completely craps the bed. Did I hear Jake Arrieta got picked up by the Phillies? Phillies, yeah. I mean... That could have that could have easily been the Pirates. Given yeah, Jake. what are the Phillies going to do this year? The Phillies were the worst team in baseball what last are year. They gonna, you think they won? Gonna they, make they, them like a they won. Team? They won fifty three games total last year. They're in a division with the Nationals. I mean, what are they going to do with Arietta? I thought the Nationals were going to get Arietta. That's exactly right. Yeah, that makes that would have made more sense. That would have definitely made more. We sense. We talked about it last week. Yeah, we, could, we couldn't name uh, the third starter. For the Nats, isn't it Rourke? Is that the guy? It might be Rourke. It's like Scherzer, Strasburg, Rourke. Yeah. And Scherzer's out half the year. Seems or Strasburg's out half. Sorry, Scherzer's yes. insane. Yeah. Scherzer would. Scherzer yeah. Strasburg's would, the one that. Yeah. That, Strasburg's the cut his, you know, little finger nail too short one time and was out two weeks. Hey, listen, like that sucks. <laughs> I know it okay, does. Okay, <laughs> I got bit by a dog, and like my nail never grew back right, and I gotta like trim like. Extra like little bits off the side. Like, I know. I've I've I've, yeah. I've trimmed my little nail short a couple times. I'm a bartender. Trust me. I yeah. find out yeah, every time I cut through. <laughs> I've never been bitten by a dog, um, other than playing with them, and that doesn't count. This dog wasn't playing, man. <laughs> <laughs> this dog was pissed. so. So we talked a little bit, and you haven't watched too much preseason baseball. I haven't I, watched any. I've Let's just be honest. Yeah, you haven't watched any. I've watched a couple, two pirate games where I actually watched the whole thing. I uh, had another one on where I watched probably about half of it because it doesn't work. I've watched some other preseason games. I, I, I watched like a Nats-Phillies game. I watched like a, a Red Sox game. I watched uh, a Mets-Nats game, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, watching the Pirates games, you, you look at it and you'd be like, why can't these guys put something together? Your outfield is going to be Polanco. Marte and Dickerson. Dickerson, your infield is going to be Freese, Jay Hay, Mercer, Bell, and you're going to have Cervelli as your everyday catcher. Now your pitching staff is suspect. They weren't good enough last year, and they didn't make any upgrades. That's why they can't do anything this year. That's why there's so much pessimism. Do you think? The maybe, do you think maybe it would, Freese was right to speak his mind that there's something in the clubhouse that they just kind of go in like, "Meh, we're here to play," compared to, "Yeah, let's go out here and do this shit." I mean, I mean, if he was being honest, then yes, he was right to speak. I think he was being honest. I mean, he was. They a, asked him. He's a World Series MVP. I mean, Jesus Christ. He's, I mean, here's the deal with the Pirates right now, like. Freeze will get a standing ovation on opening day because of what he said. Okay? Just like everyone loves Michael Keaton because of what he said. 
Like, when the team's not winning, sometimes the best thing you can do to, like, connect to the fans as a player is to comment on the management side of things and to say, like, you know, this is not the same as, like, a team that's just close to the World Series. Right. And you're just going to say, like, well, you know, like, if the Dodgers would come out and be like, well, you know, if we had, like, kept Matt Kemp around, like, we would have gotten there, like, a year sooner, or, like, whatever. Like, this is a team that's not even, not even going to be in contention for their division, it looks like. And what happened? And fans are disappointed. They traded away McCutcheon. They traded away Cole. And the, the owners and the management are talking like it's going to be fine, like they're still trying to win, and the fans aren't buying it. So, like, the only way you can even foster goodwill with your public at that point is for a player to pop off and say something. Yeah. And I'm and I'm Team Freeze, and I'm Team Jay Hay all the way, man. Uh, Jay Hay, I mean, he's openly said, trade me. And uh, there was a report came across ESPN that, you know, Jay Hay is on the block and if he's in a pirate's uniform at the trade deadline it'd be shocking mm. and i can see that how about well that's motivation then james yeah Josh. yeah I, did that. I always do that man. yeah you got to get rid of him just because so i can stop doing that yeah uh, you know here's the thing play your <laughs> ass off so that you get your stock up play your ass off get your stock up and go to a good team yeah speaking about getting to a good team how about uh the pittsburgh kid <laughs> I mean, That's, the Pirates could have brought him back and and saved some face a little bit and whatnot, but they didn't, and I they would, let the Pine Richland boy go to the Yankees. But my argument to that is like, if he's not going to help you win, like he's not, yeah, in. he's not going to help you. If you don't have a place to put him, I mean, because I mean, your your infield is set. they don't they don't have a place they to put him. They, did, they put didn't him. have New Walker would not have been an everyday player on this team. They would have been paying him $5 million a year to play half the games. The funny thing is, like, he might have still been here if we hadn't kept Gunn. True. And then when Gunn, you know, had his his... injury and then his DUI problem, they went out and got Freeze. And, like, Freeze turned out to be, you know, I think better than a lot of people expected. Yes. Now, if that doesn't continue, if Freeze sucks this year, then we're going to be like, man, I wish we had Walker. Well, that's um, where these guys need to go. Ditto, ditto for Jay Hay. Like, if Jay Hay sucks, it's like, well, man, if we brought Walker in, we could have just benched Jay Hay. You know, again, this is where these guys need to go ahead and play their hearts out and get their stock up. Yeah. And they can get their stock up, and then they become trade bait, and they can go to a, a, a winning organization or a team that wants to win. Which means the Pirates are a feeder team for other contenders in the National League. Again. Or all of baseball. Yeah, all of baseball. Yeah, I mean, not I mean just in national. terms of their position in the National League, like, they are not in contention for the playoffs. They are not. Uh, it's sad. That sucks. It's sad. It sucks. Uh, also, um, there's roughly still estimated about ten to 12,000 tickets left for opening day that the Pirates are trying I to... I see that they're That they're really, trying to pawn really off to like... Hard. To like, we'll, we'll discount the tickets and not charge any fees and this, that, and everything. You know what? I hope that those tickets go unbought. And I hope the people that have the tickets already that are bought go party and tailgate and don't go into the game. That's just me. But whatever. Or maybe go to work and take off the uh, tournament day. Yeah. You know, use a flex day this week and then just go to work on opening day. Yeah. You know. There's that. Uh, so enough sadness. We'll talk about some really good things. Like, how about uh, 
Murray, he's close to return, but probably not in the next two games, being the fact that they're back-to-back games. Mm. Um, so we still have probably uh, back-to-back games, so we're going to see probably Jari and DeSmith uh, in the next two nights, and that being Wednesday and Thursday. Um, here, since we're recording on a Tuesday night. Um, Malkin, he's, he's still making his push for the Hart Memorial Trophy. Uh, he's got 49 points in the last 28 games. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous right there. Um, Kessel came out and said, <laughs> dude should win. <laughs> like, you know, and they interviewed Malkin, and Malkin's like, ah, you know, if I win, I win. I'm here to play. I, I want to work, make the team. His English has gotten a lot better. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, listen to his interviews. Um, there's 12 games left in the season. They're in a tight Metro division. As you've seen in the last week, it flip-flopped between the Pens and the Caps for the lead in the division twice. The Flyers snuck in there and had the lead in the division once. Um, you know, that is kind of crazy, being the fact that the Pens and the Flyers were both bottom-of-the-basement teams at the All-Star break. Or right close to the yeah, All-Star not break. not the bottom. Not, not the bottom. Well, in the division they were. Mm-hmm. And then not the conference, but the division. They were buying for a wild-card spot at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there before the All Star break, uh, and it and they they've jumped in and their fire's been lit. Um, they're they're going. Uh, there's uh, so the big cut uh, games coming up is March 25th. That's a home game against the Flyers. That's uh, a huge one. April 1st, which also happens to be Easter Easter Day. Yeah, Easter Sunday. Uh, Easter is early this year. Yeah, that's uh, and they got the Caps at home mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday. That's a huge. Those are the last two like big marquee games I see in the schedule coming up. Now, out of the twelve games left in the season, I think they can afford to lose three. Keeping in mind that the Pens have twelve left, but the Caps and the Flyers I think have fourteen or fifteen left. You know, so those games in hand come in huge. Yeah. <laughs> These little like quirks of the schedule, just you know, they make a big deal. I mean, is there is there a chance that the Penguins don't make the playoffs at all? Uh, mathematically, nothing's clinched at this point. Mathematically, nothing's clinched, but I think it would need to be a complete collapse, which has happened. Uh, which, well, not by the Pens, but by Pittsburgh teams. Pirates have. Seen that happen? No, I Seen said not by. Before, I said, would say. I, I said not by the Pens, but other Pittsburgh teams have done a complete collapse. Um, yeah, I think if the Pens would, uh, uh, you know, they'd have to do a complete collapse in order to um, not make the playoffs at all. Uh, at this point, uh, with everything going on, uh, again the wild cards. We're looking at New Jersey and uh, what do we say? Florida or Carolina, somewhere in there. One of those two. Uh, I could probably even pull it up real quick. So you've got to do a lot of the Pens games. What have you uh, – you don't get to see a lot, but you get to hear a lot. What, do you, what, do you, what are you hearing uh, that's going on there? Um, I mean, what I'm hearing is just basically like you know, parroting what the announcers say. Um, well, yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, like they're – I wish I could see more. Like you know, that's how you tell like good hockey. It's best in person, but like not even having the visual 
on TV. Like, you're just taking their word for it. And it's, you know, Kessel's awesome, Malkin's awesome. Um, you know, the, the trade with, you know, getting Broussard in, you know, gives them more depth. Um, I don't know. Do they pull both wild cards? Can they pull both wild cards from the same division? I think so. Because if that's they, the point, yeah. Because if they pull both wild cards, it's like three from each division, and then the wild cards. Because otherwise, it would just be four from each division. It's like right. Because because yeah. uh, as of right now, off the season end of the day, the Blue Jackets and the Devils would be your wild cards, and they'd both come out of the Metropolitan Division. Mm-hmm. So you'd have five teams out of Met and three teams out of the Atlantic. Uh, the Panthers are in there at seventy five points. Uh, but you got the Devils at 78 and the Blue Jackets at 79. Um, in your top three in the Atlantic are the Lightning, the Bruins, and the Leafs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and the Leafs, the Leafs actually are third. <laughs> Good kid, this one. The Leafs are third in the conference. The Leafs have more points than the Caps, the Pens, and the Flyers. So, that puts them. So, the top three teams in the conference, the Lightning's. The Lightning, the Bruins, and the Leafs. The, the Lightning have 100 points. Mm. Um, so far, you got the Preds in the West, and the Lightning have 100 points. So those two teams are going for the President's Trophy, which we all know the President's Trophy is the curse of all curses when it comes to hockey. So uh, the Knights, check this out. They're leading there. They're 90, <laughs> 95 points total. The next team is the Sharks at 83. So the Golden Knights in their inaugural season look like they're going to win their division outright. I mean, that's impressive, but it's also worth noting that, you know, the the rules around this expansion draft were a little more relaxed in a way that would help them build a better team. Oh, um, definitely. You know, like the, the, the number of, like the, the teams that existed already could not protect their entire roster as it had been done in the past. Like, there, you know, there were guaranteed to be some good players available. And, you know, also with the draft and free agency, like, they've been able to build a good team in Vegas, and that's great for hockey. Um, and I'm, I'll be interested to see what Seattle comes up with when they get their team going, because that's almost a done deal as far as I hear. Yeah, that's still almost a done deal, but when would that start? Two seasons? Could be as soon as 2020. Yeah, tw- yeah two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, which would or be... Or the, the draft, the expansion, the next expansion draft I heard could be as soon as 2020. Yes. So... That'd be a 2021... 20, like... Start. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that would be... Then they'd have to realign the divisions again. Huh. Yeah. Um, I don't think they would... I don't know, like, they'd bring one team back to the East. Maybe St. Louis. Whoever's close on that Mississippi bubble. Chicago. Oh, oh, could be, oh. or Nashville. Oh, I mean, yeah, Minnesota. Nashville's east of the Mississippi. Nashville's east of Minnesota's on the Mississippi. Yeah, St. Louis is on the Mississippi. Nashville's barely east of the Mississippi. <laughs> I mean, like half a state. So I mean, I don't know. That's like that's way down the road. Like Penns playoffs. Let's do it. Let's get there. Yeah. You know? Get to the playoffs. I mean, you're, we're, we already figured out that we're going to end up seeing um, the Flyers 
the Caps. Someone big from our division. The Flyers, the Caps, depending on how we end up, we could even see Columbus. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the playoffs are not set in stone yet. Nobody's... Hell no. Uh, I don't think anybody's clinched a, anything uh, in either conference for the most part. I don't think there's any any clinching whatsoever uh, for a playoff spot. Now, there's nothing listed on any of these with the X's or the Y's or anything like that um, in any of the conference or division, for that matter. Uh, Schedule-wise, we're looking at, uh, we got the Rangers, uh, Wednesday night rivalry night. Uh, that's tomorrow night. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, this game will be over. Uh, Montreal, uh, that's in Montreal. Then they have four days off, and then they're uh, on the uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, against the Islanders, and they're home for three games with Montreal, the Devils, which is still a big game. Uh, and then the Flyers, of course, the big game. Then they go to Detroit, then they go to New Jersey, they got Montreal back in Pittsburgh. Um, and that's a back-to-back game with Washington Capitals. They have three days off, then they finish up at Columbus, and their last game of the season is Ottawa on the 6th. Playoffs will start the 9th or the 10th. That's less than a month. Yeah, we're literally less than a month of playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs will start the 9th or the 10th. Um, so. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah, well, you know that first round is always going to be on AT&T Sports, and then Just after that, that. Yeah, that'll be on, and there will also be games on NBC and CNBC, and it's just a great time. Baseball starts. Hockey playoffs. Hockey playoffs. Oh man! I mean, I'll be like I said, I'll be following the Pirates. We're gonna follow the Pirates. Uh, we're just not going to the stadium itself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. You're paying for your cable, so yeah, you're not you're not doing anyone any favors by skipping watching the games. Just don't give any money directly to the Pirates. No. We're not calling for a boycott. We're just talking about it as if we're both doing it. So make of that what you will. You know, I, it's I'm your just, life. You know, boycott what? the Pirates. Or don't. Yeah, I saw a thing on Twitter that somebody said, you know, I can't believe that there's 10,000 tickets left for the home opener. There should be 30,000 tickets left for the home well, opener. Yeah. You <laughs> know, and also, all season long, there should be 30,000 tickets left for it's, every game. Uh, hey, I, I hope they're better. I hope they're better than we, we think they're going to be. I hope they're better than we're giving them credit for now. Like, I don't, I don't like to see the Pirates lose, but if they're going to, you know, they need to. They need to start. They need to start out good, right out of the gates, or people are going to turn on them real fast. I mean, they need to start out on a ten zero run. <laughs> Seriously, they need to start on a ten zero run. That is fine. You know, and like I said, I, no matter how good they get or whatnot, I'm still not going to any games. But uh, I will go down. And buy the Andy Vance Lake bobblehead from the August fourth game off the guy on the bridge that collects them. So, yeah, but if nobody goes to the stadium, they don't pass out any bobbleheads. Uh, yeah, just saying, man. Like, there's, you know, some economist could do a study on that, probably. I'm sure. Do we know anyone? Do we know any economists? <laughs> I mean, there's a couple colleges around this area we could maybe reach out. Like you call know, the guys at CMU. The price points <laughs> of a baseball ticket, you know, how is that influenced by like 
you know, consumer activism and boycotts. Well, see, well, see here's the thing, though, and we've already talked about this, is that the Cubs fans, the Phillies fans, the Mets fans, they're all going to come to Pittsburgh because they're going to get it. They, they can come to all three games in Pittsburgh, their hotel and travel being cheaper than going to one Cubs game in Chicago. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, you know, Pens, they seem to be doing it right every year. They're all in every year. The Steelers, the Steelers don't make big splashes in free agency. They don't go out and pay guys, you know, that aren't with the team that develop and, and prove themselves with the team. They don't go out and do that big free agency splash. The Pens kind of do. They do that whole tread line, trade deadline. They do the whole get a guy in the offseason, bring him in. They pay him some pretty good money. Um, Pirates, I don't know, ever, ever have made a move. I mean, the Steelers have made some moves. I mean, they brought Joe Hayden in last year. That was probably one of the bigger moves they made, you know, on bringing a guy in that wasn't brought through the organization. Yeah. I mean, the but the Steelers are never going to go get it's not the Steeler way. They're not going to go get Jarvis Landry. Yeah. They're not going to go pick up, you know, um, Danny Amendola. They're not going to go pick up, you know, any of these guys. They're not going to go pick up the Dominican Sioux. No, and a lot's changed about the Steeler way of doing things, but that's not changing. Yeah. Like, that's just bad business. Like, it might, it might actually be beneficial to your team to have, like, poor discipline and guys getting in trouble because they're really good at football. But one thing that the front office can control is like how they spend their money. And they don't choose to spend their money on big free agent splashes, and they probably never will. And mm-hmm. I'd be a little bit alarmed if they ever do become that kind of team. Because, yeah. you know, it, that to me seems like you're, you're grasping for straws. Like, if you're doing it right, you know, you buy low and you sell high. So you get guys through the draft, and you get their, like, rookie contract, you know, and then you extend them for what they're worth if they're really freaking good, like they've done with Bell and Brown and Roethlisberger and Heinz Ward, and not Plexico. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the list goes on and on, but yeah, I, the Pirates are never going to be. Uh, also, with the sports, it's been proven that you can buy a World Series. It has been. Uh, it's been proven that you can buy a Stanley Cup. Mm. You can't buy a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know any team that's bought a Super Bowl. Well, the the cap makes that hard. The parity, you know, across the league makes that very difficult. Um, the fact that the Patriots have been so dominant over the past like fifteen years, yeah, the but Patriots they've still they've lost developed. three Super Bowls. But the the fact is that they've developed. They, they develop, have a system. They develop and it's they have sad a system. To say. But they're not like. Winning the Super Bowl every What's time you go to it. Robert Morris Stadium is on uh, ESPN. This is a high school. That's a high school oh game. Oh my. Oh no. Who is that? D2. PIHL D2 semifinals. Burl and someone else. Yeah. But they just made top plays, number one. Nice. That's a sick. That was a sick goal. Yeah. It was. I'm like, was wait, why, why is Robert Moore? And there was a pretty, there was a pretty full slate of NHL hockey tonight. So, to have like the top play, be a high school kid, to, to be a high school kid, to even have the top Pittsburgh. goal, 
even if you were like number two and like a dunk or some shit beat you, like that's still pretty impressive. But no, this kid got number one. That's awesome. And they, they the problem was they had the um, the ESPN ticker was blocking the scoreline on the yeah it was broadcast. it was so we couldn't tell you who who the teams were involved except for I think I saw Burl. Yeah. So speaking of high school sports, how, did you see uh, Mount Lebanon get manhandled by Alderdice? Yeah. Uh, and then I, that that picture on the Post Gazette of the kid from Alderdice, mm. he was six five and ripped and two something that looked forty. Uh, just like picking up the kid from Mount Lebanon. Now, it, it, it the way I saw it on Twitter was that he went down on the ground, on the floor, and he was helping him up. Yeah. But it looked like he was kind of just like lifting weights. <laughs> but still, man, like I thought, like is that dude dead? I know. Is this like a weekend at Bernie's scenario? Like, <laughs> what's going on? I mean, Mount Lebanon. I live here. Uh, we are at your house. We are at my house. In Mount Lebanon. In Mount Lebanon. And I just laugh because, yeah, I mean, what'd you expect? You're going to play Alder Dice in basketball. I mean, I mean, Alder Dice is like, not necessarily like taller. No, I mean, but I mean. It's not like Dutch people. I mean, no, I mean, just, I mean, City League basketball is superior to the, um. I would so say the suburban basketball. I would I would say that for the most part you're probably right. Like however, Lebo does have a good basketball program. Um, how about Central? I, I haven't seen really anything. I, I like, saw Central was playing they, uh, somebody from They got a guy, like they just they just had like three players or two players and a coach, just one plaques, like Coach Crummy for coach of the year. And then, like, one one of their players is a senior who's got, like, some ridiculous amount of points, like, over his career. Um, I'm not sure about future plans for any of these guys, but... Well, I know, I, all I know about Central, their football team is usually pretty much always up there, and they got a lot of studs on that team. Basketball, I don't know so much about, especially high school basketball. I didn't See, when play. I was in high school, football sucked. Like, the football team didn't make the playoffs once while I was there. Wow. But basketball did actually go to the state semis one year. And so there, there were some fun games. I went. I actually went to a playoff game. It wasn't against Alder Dice, but it was at their gym. And that's that's a fun little building to play basketball in when it's packed. Um, and then I, and Chartier's Valley was another good one. Wow. Not against Chartier's Valley, but like a probably like North Allegheny, like neutral site type thing. Yeah. And, uh, that's a good gym. That's, that was a fun time. But yeah, basketball was pretty big when I was there. Football, not so much. Bowling was the best, though. Yeah. Our bowling team was like multiple repeat state champion dynasty in the like mid to late 90s. Can you throw a hook ball? I can. I didn't play bowling. I just was a fan of the team. I can throw a hook ball. I'm decent at bowling. I mean, I'm all right at bowling. I, I haven't been in a while. Pro. I get to bowl a little more often now. Based on where I work, oh, so uh, yeah, uh, but no, it's been a good uh, little rundown here in sports. Keep your eye on the NFL free agency, any big moves, stuff like that. Uh, we'll keep our eye on it and then throw it out on Twitter and so forth. Uh, Penguins, keep it hard, keep it playing, Got keep the that, keep night. that, keep that fast pace up. Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers tomorrow night. Uh, Jari and Smith, you're gonna see them probably the next two nights. 
And then it should be, uh, with the four days off after that, it should be Murray coming back uh, strong. Welcome. He's almost out of concussion protocol. Um, 64 tournament. Definitely we'll be keeping our eyes on that. We got our brackets picked. Got them going. We'll see what's going on with that and who's going to win that between us three. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I'm, I'm sure I'll fill a couple out on CBS.com and ESPN.com and mm-hmm. whatnot. See if I can win that twenty million dollars. Yeah, got the work bracket. Got you got the done. work bracket. Got yeah. the work bracket done. It's all no, no, it's not done yet. It's all uh, online. Uh, Julia, did she do hers? She didn't do hers yet. No, no. Okay. We haven't even talked about it yet. Is there one at the Arbor? Um, I have no idea. Haven't haven't been there in a few days. We'll so. have to uh, check that out and see if they're getting one at the Arbor. Didn't didn't think to ask last time I was there, and uh, you know, haven't been back in since a while. Bra- yeah, since Bryce moved to North Carolina, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. We don't, uh, we don't. Yeah, we don't usually run one there. Like I just do my work one, and that's enough for me. And uh, if you if you have the time and can go to some NCAA tournaments, of course Pittsburgh's hosting. We have some good games. We got definitely Villanova. Mm-hmm. They're gonna play Redford, uh, Virginia Tech, Alabama. You got Rhode Island uh, versus Oklahoma, Duke versus Iona. Those are the opening games on Thursday. Two sessions, and then the uh, Saturday session, of course, is the winners. Um, I mean, Duke coming in, that's gonna, they travel well. That's going to bring some money to the city. Villanova's a Philly team. They're four hours away. Yeah. That's going to bring some money into the city. Um, right there, those ones. And, then of course, the women's tournament, UConn, Notre Dame, uh, Louisville, Mississippi State, all number ones. They play all over the country in different locations. Check those tournaments out because those are fun games to watch as mm-hmm. well. Um, awesome. Great week in sports. Great time coming up. March Madness, playoff hockey is a month away. All the games matter now for the regular season. All the so, games matter now in the regular season. You know, get your get your baseball gear if you're going to baseball games. If you're listening to us in a non Pittsburgh market, and uh, you know, do or don't boycott the Pirates. I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to twist your arm, okay, man. Do what you're gonna do. Do what you're gonna do. Just think about think about the kids, man. Think think about the kids and. And think about what your money at the Pirate Game will put into Seven Springs for next year. Yeah. Uh, All right, folks. Thank you very much. It's been a great sports week. And we'll be back at you next week with uh, a lot more going on. Have a good one. Peace. Hey, Ians. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.